Steve, happy Monday. How's it going, man? Uh, fantastic, man. Just uh, had a fun weekend up in McCall uh, with my family. Went up there, got the, got a few little hikes uh, with the snowshoes on, kind of prepping for the death hike. I was playing with uh, some different shoes, uh, seeing what worked best, uh, actual little boots for the snowshoes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I was also doing, a, I've been on a quest to find like a super light down jacket uh, for hunting, like basically balancing as warm as possible and as light as possible. Uh, and, uh, there's some cool, I ordered like a few of them and did some tests this weekend. And, um, one thing I was blown away, but with by on all of them was how far, uh, really how good the water repellent down is. Um, mm. I, I didn't, you see that and I, I didn't, I've honestly never really tested it, but I put two jackets literally out for an hour in a really, really wet snow, um, like really, really wet snow, just laid them on a table, picked them up after an hour, brought them um, inside. As we got right to the edge of the door, shook off all the snow and water, and they were like completely dry. Hmm. I was blown away by it. Um, it so I wonder cool. how much of that is the the shell fabric well, and how much of that's the hydrophobic yeah, of the down. It's the shell. Uh, the shell is probably doing most of the work there um, just because it, it wasn't even getting through the shell into the down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, but the just, down's also treated in those instances. But the down was treated, and between the two, it, I was very, very impressed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Random, random, pure geeky stuff. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I was sitting around. What was that? I think Friday night before we went out of town because we went camping this weekend. Got a text from you about. <laughs> you basically said, "I just went out for a one, whatever it was, one point two mile snowshoe hike. This is going to be terrible for the death hike. So that'll be. It's <laughs> encouraging. It was always a good note to receive." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah absolutely no I, yeah i did I, I just went as fast as i could um and uh, in the snow conditions and basically i was i was doing like two miles an hour as fast as i could for a you know it's a little over 30 minutes to do 1.2 miles and um i was like holy crap this is gonna be I'm gonna be hard so yeah we'll see i'm excited for it got a couple more weeks of uh training got a little, my own little training plan built out between hikes and 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 bike rides and uh Hit it hard for the next two weeks, take a week off, and then here comes the hike. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, the conditions, man, are going to be such a huge variable. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, that's just going to – it could be just such a big change based off of snow conditions and weather conditions of how hard this one's going to be. Yeah, that's cool, man. We uh we got outside too. As I said, we went camping, and it's just it, it's like one of those reminders of stuff you already know. But to be honest with you, I was like, I wanted to get out camping so much, but at the same time, last week it was super busy, so it was hard to like get everything together in a hurry. Um, and we keep it pretty low key. Um, we don't bring a ton of stuff anyway, but just still, it's like, God, I hope this is worth the headache of getting it ready amongst other kids' activities and baseball practices and, you know, dad life and work life mm-hmm. and all that. And dude, it's just one of those things you get out there and every bit of that is w- so worth it. You know, when you're just like disconnect the kids hanging out, running around, riding bikes, hiking, climbing around. It's like, this is so much better than being at home, you know, <laughs> than being on <laughs> Xbox or, you know, whatever. Right. God, it's so yeah. worth it. Nice. So, um, you mentioned training. We had a question. We talked about training recently on the podcast. We had a follow up to that. Um, this guy basically wrote in and said, it seems like the fitness talk from the podcast has been helpful for a lot of folks, but what about for the older guys? Um, mm. It sounds like some of the things that you guys have covered would be a stretch for older guys. Um, any advice there? And I think my short answer to that is 
it's not about what you do. It can be about just scaling that. Meaning, I don't think like do something different than what we've talked about, even in that recent podcast. Or if you go look at that training program that we give away with Atomic Athlete um, and download that, which is exomountaingear.com forward slash train. It even talks in there about, you know, take any plan and maybe it says five days a week. The older you are, just scale that. So maybe you can only do that three days a week because you need to recover more. Um, You can scale weight, you can scale intensity, you can scale timeline. So just for the older guys out there, I don't know that I'd look for a different plan or necessarily different exercises, clearly avoid things that, you know, directly um, affect you in any issue you might have. Like say you have a bad back or something like that. There's certain things to avoid, but do the same types of things at the scale that you can do them. And that only applies to older guys, but maybe guys who don't train as much, Um, you know, don't go all in and kill yourself quick. Just start doing what you can do and scale that as you can. And I think that that's the way to go. And then just pay attention to the other things beyond just the exercise and just the training, meaning you need to sleep pretty well. You need to eat pretty well. You need to recover well. Um, And I think that's important. I mean, Steve, it's almost, we joke all the time, right? Like, Oh, we're getting old in the end. We're not old. We're only 35 still, but we're also not 20. And so that's the biggest thing I've noticed and quote unquote aging is just recovery. And I basically have to take care of myself better all around to be able to train better or just perform better outside. It's, it's those other things. It's the recovery and how I take care of myself overall. Any other thoughts on that? Yeah, no, not really, man. Yeah, it's an echoing. Um, nutrition is something, you know, when you're 21, doesn't really matter. At 35, seems to matter a lot more, uh, at least for my self personal experience. Uh, I imagine that's only compounded by, at the time you're 60, 65. Yeah. I would say the guys that I know that are um, in their 60s and still hunting hard, a uh, constant theme seems to be they just move. They, they're active. They, they don't get lazy. Um, you know, my dad's 65 and, and we basically can't hunt together anymore. Uh, from, uh, you know, he, he just can't get out there and go hike a couple miles in the mountains. He's just not in the shape to do it anymore. And there's other guys that are 65 that could probably go do the death hike. Um, and they've probably just taken a lot better care of themselves. So that's definitely going to be my, uh, goal to keep moving and stay active and, and keep challenging and working hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I think our bodies are incredibly adaptable, um, and, and good and bad ways, right? You get, you get lazy. They get used to being lazy. Uh, you stay active, they get used to being active. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, I guess my take care of your diet and, and keep moving and probably be all right. Yeah. Totally different direction, Steve, but another listener question. So this guy writes in and says, you and Steve talk about using a quilt instead of a sleeping bag. Steve has suggested in the past that some people may be using them wrong. So I'm wondering, what is the correct method for using a quilt? I'm thinking either a taco fold or the burrito, <laughs> but maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> and then he said, pardon my food food references in case you're in grizzly country. <laughs> so I, I do remember, I don't remember the context, but I think I do remember you mentioning like, guys using a quilt and they don't like it, but maybe it's because they didn't quote unquote do it right. Or they did something wrong. What do you remember that or what you might be referring to in terms of what you see guys do wrong with a quilt? Uh, the immediate thing that jumped to mind, which we just, uh, I guess that podcast hasn't aired yet. We just covered was sleeping pads and not having a high enough R value of the pad underneath you. Uh, a quilt only amplifies that because, um, 
essentially on a down with a sleeping bag, you're sleeping and compressing the down. So it's not really providing any significant R value warmth underneath you, um, provides a little bit, um, but without anything underneath you and you're relying just on the pad, R value of of your pad is super critical. Um, and then, yeah, I guess just strapping it, strapping it down to the sides. Every quilt has a slightly different strap system. I know Lenny borrowed mine. Um, it's like year two of me using it. Um, I was like, man, you need to check this thing out, sleep on it. And he just didn't strap it down and, and was cold all night long. Uh, and then he had two things, his pad and, uh, and then didn't strap it down. So as he was rolling in his sleep, uh, you know, drafts were coming in from the side. So when it's cold, uh, you got to just strap it down. I don't know how else. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember the context, but those would be the two things that jumped to jump to mind. Yeah. And that's maybe one thing to look at if you're looking at quilts is what does that attachment system look like? Um, how does it function? Because that can be a make or break in terms of that quilt, um, having it stay in place, preventing drafts, that type of thing. Um, the, we did a full episode way back on 130, episode 130, and that was talking about choosing a sleeping bag or quilt. We didn't talk just about um, quilts specifically. We talked about both, how to choose one, what to look for, but there's plenty of good advice in that one. And then Steve, you just mentioned we, uh, you and I just recorded a whole episode on shelters and sleep systems, which will be coming up pretty soon uh, as part of our Pack Essentials series. So definitely more to come on gear and basically all kinds of aspects of anything that basically goes in your pack that you need to use um, for hunting. That's coming for sure. Um, one encouraging note, we've talked about uh, the death hike and some of our training. Someone wrote in and said, I was recently with my PT fixing a mess of problems. And one of the things that she recommended was that I do step ups with my boots on or with ankle weights. The reason she said is that the muscles that flex your leg at the hips to bring your knees up can easily escape training if you're using just lightweight workout shoes at home. If you do step ups with the added weight of boots and or ankle weights, you're really working those muscles. That's good to Mm. hear, Steve. That's really good to hear. That's from a PT because you and I were theorizing that step-ups with yeah. ankle weights might be a good way to train for snowshoeing and you can't snowshoe. So that's one of the things that was on our radar. So here we go. We have supposed Funny. evidence from a PT that that might be smart. <laughs> I like it. Step-ups are terrible. Um, boring and effective, but terrible. Um, yeah, so what's what's going on at EXO, Steve? That whole um, idea of just kind of letting people know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, what's yeah. Um, gosh, no big updates from, from last week. Uh, frame, we did not get replacement frames out uh, on Friday like I was hoping, but they will start shipping today. They're showing up. Um, so those are going to start rolling out to guys. Uh, still working on video content. You and I have got a lot of cool uh, marketing things we've been working on as far as mainly our, our focus right now is um, – uh, after the purchase. So when a customer buys a pack, making sure that, um, there's a lot of information available to them on fitting and, and wearing and loading and stuff like that. So it's, uh, super important to me to, to XO, um, that when you buy a $600 pack that you know how to properly use it. So making sure that guys are educated up on that. So you and I have been going through different ways that people get emails and possibly a, a new SMS messaging thing that we've been looking at. And, um, yeah, just kind of focusing on uh, some of that marketing stuff, and um, we'll get these frame replacements out. And looking forward to uh, to the rest of the year. It's going to be spring bear before we know it. So I'll be off in New Zealand here in May, assuming coronavirus doesn't take over the whole world. Uh, so uh, hopefully that uh, trip still happens, and uh, yeah, everything's uh, yeah, 
yeah all looking looking good and ready for ready for the uh death hike to happen and then spring warm weather and yeah yeah that's cool so yeah just to give you guys kind of a heads up on what's coming this week we have um a listener story kind of like an elk hunt some lessons learned um that's a bit different than something we've had in the past with a guest so that's going to be the full episode coming on wednesday um one that i'm looking forward to for sure and then the week after that, uh, we're going to have a podcast on wolf hunting. So part of the death hike is a death hike slash wolf hunt. We just wanted to hit that topic of wolf hunting, both from a like a strategy perspective, but also just understanding the topic of wolf hunting. We know it can be heated um, and divisive in many ways. And we actually spoke with someone from Idaho Fish and Game, um, and I was really impressed by a them getting on the podcast and be willing to tackle that topic but how they approach it you know in many ways how they're handling it so that's coming up on the podcast as well and then the week after that um we have this and this is kind of like purposely timed before we leave for the death hike but we recently did a podcast with uh, a guy that many of you probably haven't heard of but probably will be hearing of more and more. It's a, a former Navy SEAL that we spoke with who does a lot of ultra endurance events and has a really interesting perspective on adventure. Um, and that this kind of fuels Steve for mm. us going into the death hike, because I know for both of us, we listened to that conversation and, you know, I hate to use the word just like inspired or motivated because that in the end doesn't mean much. And we actually talk about that in the podcast, but I would say that it's a good it's a good frame of mind to get into um, some of the things that we discussed there. So that's kind of a look at you know what is coming on the podcast in terms of full length episodes here in March. Um, as always, we thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any questions, feedback, anything like that, just shoot us an email to podcast at exomountaingear.com. <laughs>